Welcome to the Monday Recap Show. This is AJ's Talk Sports. We're going to do the NFL picks and college picks we're going to talk about that we did over the weekend. We're also going to talk about the NHL fantasy that I started already this week, so that's pretty cool. I did that this weekend, had the uh, NHL draft for my team on Saturday, so I'm really excited to see what happens for the NHL. going to be a, a big Columbus Blue Jackets fan. They're 2-0, by the way, in the Metropolitan in the NHL in their division, so that's pretty cool. Take a look at top headlines. Tired Max Scherzer exits in the fifth. Julio Urias pitches eighth as L.A. Dodgers lose Game 2 of the NLCS to the Atlanta Braves. So that's pretty cool. Matt Scherzer isn't usually agreeable to being removed in the middle of the baseball game, but he was really tired. You can tell. He said, my arm was dead, Scherzer said, after watching his Dodgers suffer a second consecutive walk-off loss and fall to the Braves 5-4 in Game 2. Quote, I could tell when I was warming up that it was still tired. Three days earlier, Scherzer pitched the final inning out of the bullpen to close out the San Francisco Giants. And Julio Urias will now confront a similar situation. Urias lined up to start Game 4, was surprisingly used to pitch the eighth inning of Game 2, the Dodgers clinging to a two-run lead. Blake Trinan, the Dodgers' most reliable reliever, needed only nine pitches to navigate the seventh. But Atlanta Braves win Game 2 in the NLCS. That's pretty cool. I'm really excited about that one. All right, so... Free agent QB Cam Newton says he got vaccinated, wants to keep playing in NFL. Here's a video talking about it. Reveals he is vaccinated. Eyes NFL return. Newton's only 32 years old, was released by the New England Patriots shortly before the season. He had missed three practices before of what the Patriots called a COVID-19 protocol misunderstanding, although Coach Belichick said Newton's vaccination status did not factor in to the release of the quarterback. Another top headline here. I wasn't going to talk about this, but Ed or Ed Orgeron won't return to LSU in 2022, says AD. Ed Orgeron said he had a great run and has no regrets as he prepares to finish his final season as coach at LSU. At least they're giving him the whole season, and then he's gone. So anxious to see where he goes and ends up. Um, another scary moment, Se- Seattle Seahawks, Daryl Taylor stretched off the field, um, has movement in extremities though. So that's a good sign. Seahawks defensive defensive, uh, Seahawks defensive end, Ter- Daryl Taylor was immobilized and taken off the field on a stretcher in the fourth quarter, 23, 20 overtime loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers coach Pete Carroll, while not specif- specifying Taylor's injury said after the game, the preliminary CT scans were clear and that while there were more tests to follow, Taylor was moving his extremities. So that's a good sign. Quote, that's a really good preliminary report. We're thrilled about the news. So prayers go out to that family. Ryan Shazier tweeted, actually, a prayer. Taylor is okay. God is strong. He will help us overcome all obstacles. As you know, Ryan Shazier, former Ohio State Buckeye, went to Pittsburgh Steelers and he got injured. Ruined his career. But hopefully Taylor is fine. And he's moving extremities already, so he should be okay. And there's your top headlines for your Monday recap. Now we're getting to our topic of conversation. The college football picks we're going to talk about right now and NFL picks. Then we got some top 10 most scary sports moments of all time. And this number seven is really bad. Really scary. Really gory. Watch the video. It's pretty, it's really sad, but we're going to get into that in our last segment. Here we go. Talking about our college football picks, mine, 
actually, the um, Oklahoma State versus Texas, they were favored by five. And I, oh, crap. Hold on a second. I'm supposed to be looking at the scores. I'm sitting here looking at my book thinking I had all his answers. Uh, so let's take a look at the college scores here from the weekend and see how good I did on my picks. Oklahoma State and Texas. I had Texas by five and picked in points, but they lost. So I lost that one. That's an L. And I had the under on that which the over-under was 61, and I was right on that. So at least I got the under right. So that was correct, but I missed get the L on that one. And then Auburn and Arkansas, I had Auburn winning. So Auburn did win, and let's see, Arkansas was actually favored to win by four. Over-under was 55. And they went over. So how did I go on that? I said under. So I, I missed the under, but got the win for the win. In Kentucky, Georgia, I have Kentucky with the 22 and a half. Did they cover? Oh, man, that's close. They did not cover. They lost to, what was it, 10? 26. It was 26 points they lost by. So I just missed that one, and I actually get the loss. So the whole L on that Kentucky one was bad. That was a bad one. No go. TCU Oklahoma. See how they did. Did I do good on that one? I actually picked TCU with points, and they had 13.5, which I got. Nope, I did not. That by 19, look like. 5 for 3, 2. No, it's actually 21. They lost. They won by 21 points. So I missed that one all the way. College football did not do, do good for me this weekend. So let's take a look at some NFL highlights, if we can. Here we go. NFL, no, NFL top my picks here. Cowboys win. So that was a really thriller yesterday afternoon, if you wanted to watch that. I watched that whole game against the Patriots there in Foxborough. I don't watch any Patriots or Pittsburgh games. I didn't watch the game. I didn't watch the Seattle-Pittsburgh game last night. I played PlayStation, by the way, my UFC 4. Pretty sweet. I always just do careers. I probably, I'd probably have done 100 careers by now. But anyway, Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, had a good slate of games. Cowboys and Patriots was a really, really good game. Dolphins-Jaguars, let's get into that one. That was in England. That was a really good game as well. Went down to the wire. Jacksonville wins 23-20. Gets their first win of the season. And Coach Meyer had a video. It did not look he was pleased. He probably wanted him to miss to go 0-6 and get booted to go to the USC job. But he's staying in Jacksonville, folks. And he should stay there. He just he needs to stay and rebuild. Gets the first win. Everybody's happy. Trevor Lawrence finally gets off the schneid. 23-20, let's look at who I picked. The Miami was over one and a half over under, and they lost. Did I get under here? It was 47, and it was 43, so I get the under. Get the I win on the under, but I lose with the Miami Dolphins winning. So went 50% on that one. Packers-Bears at Chicago. Packers win. Over and then minus six. I have Chicago winning since it was a home game in Justin Fields. Kind of fingers crossed on that one. I really was doing a hardcore 
uh, pick on that one, but did not happen. Rodgers throws two TDs, runs for a TD, 24-14. Packers win in Soldier Field. And let's see here. Uh, Aaron Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers is really happy anyways, by the way. Uh, fun fact, dated Danica Patrick. I looked up Danica Patrick. For some reason, last night she came off my feed, my sports feed, and she looks really good. She's single. I guess she's dating some guy. I don't know, but she's still up for grabs. It's just a dating, so I'm going to go for her. <laughs> she's 39. She looks really, She looks like she's 25. Anyway, uh, Green Bay is favored by 5.5, 44 over under, and uh, looks like Packers get the outright win, and it was under, though. I've been getting, or it was, yeah, it was under, so I totally lost all that one. Dang. Bengals versus Lions, now that was the one that I had. Cincinnati, the nasty natty looked really nasty with Burrow throwing three TDs. Routes the winless Lions 34-11. My buddies from my coworkers from uh, my job actually were up there. For the game, so that's pretty cool. Really cheap cheap tickets for the Detroit Lions games. If your team plays Detroit, drive up there about four hours, five hours up there, uh, and get yourself some tickets and go to the games. Burrow, 3-1 to one TD interception ratio, looking really good there. Mixon did good. Uh, my brother has Mixon and, and Chase and all that. And there. He's beating me in the NFL fantasy, and I... Have two guys playing tonight, so hopefully they're going to have to get like 20 points apiece for me to even have a chance of winning. Since 93.5 over under is 47 at game time, so the Bengals actually win by quite a bit, by 23 points. And uh, the over was 47 for, ooh, this just missed, just missed by like two points. It was only 79% capacity there. But I get the win with that, and I missed the over. So I went 50% on that one. Vikings-Panthers, let's check that one out. So Vikings-Panthers, I was really kind of wrong on this one. Carolina and Sam Darnold looked like they were going to go crazy. But the Cousins throws two uh, touchdown pass and OT. Vikings beat Panthers 34-28. A lot of overtime games on Sunday yesterday. And Dallas was one of them. Minnesota was one of them. Last night's game was another one. Pretty crazy game last night. And they had an injury in the top headlines as well. So still praying for him. And hopefully prayers go out to that guy's family, that Taylor's guy's family, the defensive end that got hurt for the Seattle Seahawks. Anyways, Cousins had three touchdowns, no interceptions, took care of the ball, gets the win. Delvin Cook had a really good game as well. And Adam Thielen had an awesome game too. So everybody's stepping up for the Minnesota Vikings there in Carolina. I believe it was in Carolina. Yep, Charlotte, North Carolina, away game. And that was pretty exciting. Minnesota by two and a half, 46 over under. I had the Panthers get the loss there. So that's the loss. I have it over. They had a 12, 60. So that was over. That was definitely over. So I got the uh, over on that. So I get the win on the over. So another 50% win. So NFL is doing all right. I'm 50-50 so far for the NFL. And then let's take a look at the Raiders Broncos. Raiders Broncos. I had the Broncos defense, and I got first. First, it started out about twelve to fourteen points, and then it just kept going down and down and down. That's why I'm losing right now because the Broncos defense really killed me. By the way, in my fantasy draft, so thirty-four twenty-four. Vegas wins. David Carr looking really good with two TDs, almost three, about three hundred forty yards passing. Jacobs with fifty-three yards and a touchdown. Rugs ninety-seven yards and a touchdown. We're not even going to talk about the Broncos because they lost. 
David Carr looking good, trying to take the Raiders into the playoffs this season. So it's got a long ways to go. Over-under was five by Denver. 45 over-under was the over-under there, and the Raiders went outright in Denver on the Mile High Stadium. In Power Field is the name of the field, by the way. Denver loses 34-24. Like I said, Carr's really taking it to them. Uh, So I lose that one all the way. Over was 45. I got over. So I get the win on that and the loss to the game. Another 50% there. So I'm so far on going into our last game of the picks for the Sunday night game for the Seahawks-Steelers. I am 50% so far in the NFL picks. So that's not too bad, not too good, but still hanging in there. 2023 final and OT Seahawks versus the Steelers. Did not watch it. Like I said, I do not watch the Steelers unless they're playing the Cowboys. And that's just what I do. My ex-wife was a Steelers fan. Fun fact, they used to have a uh, football rocks, Ohio State and Pittsburgh Steelers rocks, like little ornaments. They were going in the living room or going into the kitchen, and she would have the Pittsburgh and Ohio State, and Ohio State I would keep, but the Steelers I would turn around so you couldn't see the Steelers logo because I hate the Steelers that bad. Judo Smith, West Virginia quarterback, gets to start for the first time since 2017. 209 yards and a touchdown. Collins, 101 yards and a touchdown. Metcalf, 58 yards. I'm not going to talk about Pittsburgh because they suck and I don't like them. So, Geno Smith, unfortunately, gets his first loss in uh, his career this year, at least. <laughs> Just as, as a starting quarterback, I think they, he probably lost in 2017 as well. But anyways, 5.5 by Pittsburgh, 43. Doesn't get the line to spread. So, I picked the Seahawks, so that's a win there. Did I get over? 43. Oh, it's a push. Push on the over-under and gets the win for the Seahawks. So let's just give it a 50% for this weekend in NFL. College, not so well. Uh, but that's the way it goes. And I wanted to kind of talk about my uh, NHL. I know there's, there's probably not that many people that actually listen or uh, watch NFL, NHL anymore. Used to be a big, big-time sport right under, like, football and stuff. Um Another thing that I had, I only went 30% on my UFC picks as well. I didn't talk I forgot to talk about that on my show by the way. Um so just wanted to talk about the uh top headlines there. Jim Miller actually gets a knockout. I believe that was in the second round. I think I actually watched that fight. Watched both fights by the way. The uh the I'm just going to talk about the co-main and the main. So this Jim Miller versus Eric uh, Gonzalez. Uh, Up-and-comer young guy, Eric Gonzalez, uh, taking on Jim Miller. He's about 38 years old. He's had 50, I think, 50 total fights in his MMA career. He wants to, it says he wants to fight till 2025 or so. Um, He wants to fight in the uh, UFC 100, 200, and 300. So he's still quite a bit of ways, but he might make it the way he fought Saturday night. Jim Miller looking really good. So I really uh, I like him. He's a year older than me. He's from uh, New Jersey, Sparta, New Jersey, I believe, is where he fights out of. So I was down there. In South, I used to live in South Jersey for a little bit. Not too long, but three to six months or so. But it was pretty nice down there. I liked it. Uh, but anyway, so he actually, it was pretty nice. So he, he, they, he, Gonzalez couldn't stop his left hand. So Jim Miller kept on doing it, so kind of overhand left, and tagged him about five times in the first round. Second round starts, and he did like a little counter left and crumbled him just crumbled him was freaking awesome the france the french lady versus the brazilian i can't pronounce her name anon farat i guess her name is um 
uh, Mera Bueno Silva was the fight. And Silva, she kept, watch this one as well, she kept kind of taunting her, but Farad just kept going after her, doing punches, doing punches, doing punches, staying in range. Um, and it just kind of was almost a boring fight. But she kept tagging her, kept beating the crap out of her, got her in a clinch. I believe it was an elbow or a nice hook that got her cut. She uh, Silva was bleeding. Silva was still being um, kind of charismatic in the ring, but she took her, took too much time. Just wanted her to keep punching her, and she kept punching her, and she gets the decision. And there's your picks. I actually only went thirty percent in this one. Usually do pretty well. Usually do pretty. The last uh, the college picks I went sixty six percent. Now, the Monday Night Football picks that I had a couple weeks ago, I went 79%, so that's pretty good. So, here's the hockey. And it hasn't started yet. I did my... got the matchups. It looks like it's going to start today. Um, so, I do have the McDavid guy, and he's, like, supposed to be freaking awesome. So, I have... it's a, I actually call my team the Dayton Flyers, so that's pretty cool. Just a chance to win ten grand for the end of the season. So we'll see what happens. Um, just something fun. But for the NFL, I'm actually playing my brother, and he's beating me 190 to 154. We're in that PRR league. I'm not going to do that again next year. I'll tell you that much. But uh, I'm really upset. So quarterback battle was pretty much identical. Mixon actually beat Aaron Jones. Uh, Swift and Herbert. I have Herbert as my running back. He actually beat Swift. And then Tyreek Hill actually dominated Woods. 31 to 16. Jamar Chase had 19.5, so we're waiting on Julio Jones on Monday Night Football. I'm going to be watching that or listening to that at the, uh, um, at the work. Henry versus Schultz. Schultz actually beat Henry on that one in a tight end battle. My Schultzy, Schultzy for Dallas. Johnson versus Pittman. Pittman, Pittman didn't do any good at all. Two receptions, 35 yards. Versus Johnson, the flex. Lost that really bad. That's the reason why I'm losing. And then I have... He has Kirksey, which got him 12 for the defensive utility player. And I got Edmonds for tonight for Buffalo. So we'll see how Edmonds does tonight. And my defensive team really struggled. He had Tampa Bay, which only got him nine points. I had Denver, which only got me two points. And uh, the kicker versus kicker matchup, Gano versus Bucker. Bucker got 11 to four. So the reason why I'm really losing is because of the flex position for Pittman Jr., but my other flex, he didn't have... Well, I guess Patrick got me 16. So that would have been good to start Patrick over Pittman Jr. But I thought, really thought Pittman Jr. was going to step up to against Houston. But they didn't do anything, so who cares? Oh, well, it's just a fun little league, right? I always wanted to talk crap to everybody in the league, but I can't talk crap when I'm 1-4, you know what I mean? So we're going to get into our um, new special segment that we have, getting into the Halloween spirit here. But this one's actually kind of sad, really kind of... A bad situation. I'm going to talk about it, but I'm just going to, I'm not going to talk about it that much. Um, so it's, like I said, it's kind of gory, kind of bad. If you want to look it up, it's from 1999. It's a WWE match. If anybody that's older remembers this, because I was about uh, 14, was I 14? That can't be right. Yeah, I was. I was 14 in 1999. So, should remember this, but I didn't wa really watch wrestling. I quit watching wrestling after probably about 10 years old. But says here on the article, the era of pretend of misdirection surrounds the scripted sport of professional wrestling. 
But Owen Hart, I don't know if anybody remembers Owen Hart, the Blue Blazer. That's what his character's name was. And the brother of Brett the Hitman Hart, I know probably most of you remember that. He's in the Hall of Fame. Brett Hart, who's still alive. So, which leads me into this. Owen Hart, he fell 78 feet from his harness while being lowered to a match at a pay-per-view fight in Kansas City in 1999. And he died in the fall. So it had, I actually watched the YouTube video. It blurred him out though. I don't know how many, I didn't want to watch the gruesome things, but it had the pictures of the blood and everything afterwards. It's pretty, it's pretty sad to be honest. And it said it changed the whole WWE landscape from then on, not doing crazy stunts. Um, like I said, Owen Hart fell 78 feet back in 1999 in Kansas City at a pay-per-view wrestling fight. Really sad. Bret, Bret Hart's brother. And we're going to take a look at Owen Hart. He was a Canadian professional wrestler, stampede wrestler, the new Japan Pro Wrestling, World Championship Wrestling, and the World Wrestling Federation. He received most of his success in a WWF where he wrestled under both his own name and the ring name Blue Blazer. So he was... A double fighter there. That was pretty cool. May 7th, 1965 is when he was born. He died at the age of 34, like I talked about. May 23rd, 1999, just after his 34th birthday in Kansas City. Um, Martha Hart was his wife. He had two kids. He's only 5'10", 227, trained by Stu Hart. Member of the Hart Wrestling family, born out of Cal Calgary, Alberta. Youngest of the 12 children of the Stampede Wrestling promotion, Stu and Helen Hart. Among other accolades, Owen was one-time WSWA Unified World Heavyweight Champion, a two-time WWF International Champion, one-time WWF European Champion, four-time WWF World Tag Team Champion, as well as a 1994 WWF King of the Ring. He was pretty, pretty beast back in the day. Hart died on May 23rd, 1999 due to injuries following equipment malfunction and fall from the Raptors at Kemper Arena in Kansas City that we just talked about. Take a look at his personal life. Um, he and Martha Joan Patterson in 1982 met her. They married on July 1st, 1989, had two kids, O.G. Edward Hart and Athena Christ Christie Hart. On May 18th, 2011, Hart was inducted into the Legends Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame by Jack Blaze in Wheeling, West Virginia at their w uh, LPW Heart and Soul Tour event. This award was accepted by his brother and in-law, Jim Ned Hart, uh, who, who was also inducted into the Hall of Fame that night as well. So, taking a look at Owen Hart today, and the Hart family, even years later after he passes away, and uh, back in 1909, which was years ago, but still heartbreaking for the Hart family as we still talk about this. Still, top 10 most scary sports moments, number 7 on Ageless Talk Sports. God bless and love you guys.